Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. And this week I want to share with you a rabbinic interpretation on the story of Akedat Yitzchak, the binding of Isaac. Clearly, one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult stories in the entire Torah, where God tells Abraham to take his son Isaac, bring him up to the top of Mount Moriah, and sacrifice him to God. We read it in this week's Torah portion of Ayera, and it's a story that we also read on Rosh Hashanah, and it's such a troublesome story, to say the least. Abraham brings Isaac up to the mountain, places him on the altar, picks up the knife to slaughter his son, and an angel stops Abraham just before the sacrifice. And God tells Abraham, now I know that you trusted me, that you believe in me. And the whole episode is regarded as a test. In the first verse, we read that God nisa'at Abraham, God tested Abraham through this commandment to sacrifice his son. It is such a troublesome story. It is so, so difficult to understand. How could God command Abraham to do this even if the intention all along was to stop him? Then people argued that Abraham passed the test. Or should he have stood up to God and said, no, that's unreasonable. It's, it's talked about through so much of rabbinic tradition and contemporary commentaries as well. Well, I'm going to share with you a very brief rabbinic interpretation on part of this story that I'm going to assume most of you haven't heard. It appears in a very prominent rabbinic source, Midrash Rabbah, a collection of textual commentaries written by Talmudic-era rabbis, probably compiled in the 7th or 8th century, one of the standard sources, one of the most authoritative sources of traditional rabbinic commentary. This midrash appears in the course of a longer discussion of the story, and it appears as one sentence. Now, there's always a danger when you take one sentence out of a text like Midrash Rabbah and highlight it. First of all, I have to make it clear, this is not a dominant rabbinic tradition. I, I've never seen it any place else but here. And secondly, there's always the possibility that when one teaches a midrash of this kind, we're taking it perhaps further than the rabbi who said it originally intended it to be taken, but I don't see that here. This is very clear and very precise. And it is extremely fascinating. Here is the sentence. God says to Abraham, after stopping him from performing the sacrifice, these words. When I told you to take your son, to take your son, which is the beginning of the statement that God makes to Abraham, take your son, your only son, the one you love, Isaac, 
and bring him up to Mount Moriah? The text here in the Midrash says, Kishamarti Lecha, when I said that to you, Lo Amarti Shechatehu Elavahalehu, I never told you to sacrifice him. I told you, Ha'alehu, bring him up. L'shem chiba amarti I said this out of love. You were successful in fulfilling my commandments. Now bring him down. According to this Midrash, God never intended Abraham to sacrifice Isaac and never asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. Rather, bring him up to the top of the mountain. Now, let's understand the Hebrew for a moment. The word Allah in Hebrew does mean sacrifice. It comes from the root that means to go up, like we know from Aliyah, having an Aliyah to the Torah, or making Aliyah to Israel, going up. The word Allah can mean sacrifice. It usually does in the course of the Torah, presumably because the smoke of the sacrifice, the aroma of the sacrifice goes up to heaven. But it also can be understood as just go up. So in this particular rabbi's view, what God was saying to Abraham was don't not bring him, make him an olah, but rather bring him up with you to the top of the mountain and then come down again. And it was Abraham who understood that that meant olah in, the terms of, in terms of a sacrifice. And that's why God stopped him, because once Abraham had brought Isaac up to the mountain, that's all that God wanted. Wow. It's completely different from every other interpretation of the story of the Akedav, the binding of Isaac I've ever read. Why is it there? By the way, I, looking at it, I don't think it's the Peshat. I don't think it's the intended meaning of the text. So why does the rabbi tell it? Well, first of all, it does take God off the hook. It answers that question of how could God have asked Abraham to do it? Well, God didn't ask Abraham to do it. That's what Abraham heard. So now all of a sudden, God is not to be thought of as one who possibly could have expected Abraham to sacrifice his son. Certainly takes the pressure off of our interpretation in terms of how, how we view God in this case. But I really think that it's pretty clear as you read the story that it's very hard to understand it the way this rabbi wants us to understand it. And yet I think it's a very valuable interpretation for another reason. One of the realities of the story of our patriarchs in the book of Genesis is that Abraham has very little, if any, contact with his son Isaac. And in fact, the conversation that they have, the very brief conversation that they have on the way up the mountain where Isaac asks his father, where is the lamb for the offering? And, God's, and Abraham says, God will provide the lamb for the offering, my son. It's really the only two sentences we hear them speak to each other. In fact, when just before Isaac asks that question. He says to his father, my father, and Abraham's response is, Hineni bani, here I am, my son. It's the only time we see that connection.
So maybe it was just for that moment of having the opportunity to talk to each other, to be with each other on this journey, that God commanded it in this way. That it was important, God felt, for Abraham and Isaac to spend time together. So I ask you, what's one of the lessons we can learn from the story? Using this particular rabbi's midrash, which admittedly is not the pshat, it's not the intended meaning of the story, maybe this rabbi was reminding us of the importance of spending time, of talking with our children, of taking journeys with them, of climbing with them, and of understanding that this conversation, this discussion, this time we spend with our children is of the utmost, utmost value, and that God is reminding us that we are commanded to be with our children, no matter what age they are, to continue to deepen our relationship with them as the years go along. Until next time, thank you.